Welcome to this week's podcast by Celebration Church Rarotonga. We believe this message will empower and equip you to live a life of breakthrough. Thanks for joining us. I'm going to talk about the word courage. Can you say that this morning? Courage. Okay. The opening scripture for us uh, is this one here, 1 Chronicles 19.13. 1 Chronicles 19.13. And this is what it says. It says, be brave. It's amazing. Straight off the bat, be brave. How many of you could do with a bit of more bravery in your inward person? Okay, be brave and fight. How many of you think you need to fight in life? Push through, fight a little bit. Fight for my rights. <laughs> fight for our rights. Be brave and fight for our families and for the cities of our God. Moses said to Joshua, he said something really interesting. He said, be brave and be strong. Two things, be brave and be strong. If I was to define bravery this morning, it's you're up against the odds. You're standing on the strength of principle or the strength of your convictions. And there's all sorts of opposition. Maybe there's some ridicule in the package of opposition against you, but you're still standing. Bravery is really interesting because sometimes we just can't be brave. It just happens to us. Bravery is without fear. So there's, no, there's an absence of fear. You just stand up and you're standing with it and pushing through, but it doesn't actually have the fear factor with it. Courage is different. Courage is this. You stand on the strength of your conviction. You stand up for what is right in the marketplace, in the workforce. And you're standing up for righteousness' sake or you're even standing up for your family or cities or a people or somebody else, a dependent or a vulnerable, but you're standing up for what is right, for what is just. Yet you're afraid on the inside. You're panicking. There's fears on the inside, yet you're still standing. That's called courage. Now, the thing is, the difference between bravery and courage is you can be courageous every day. So I wanna talk this morning about exercising the muscle of courage. We're going to need to be courageous, heading towards the future. You see, when you wilt, when you wilt under pressure, you get smaller on the inside. Hebrews says, we're not of those who shrink back to destruction, but we push forward to the saving of our soul. Now, every single person has been courageous in here, for sure. You've got your story about standing up and doing what is right and uh, you've got your stories, but what God wants us to do is exercise that muscle and get it bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger so that you're walking in the power of God's presence. The Bible talks about might in Ephesians 3, I think it is, the power of might. Might is really interesting because it's different from just power. Might is ability. Might is strength. And the Bible talks about strengthening yourself with the Holy Ghost and His might. Might causes you to overcome rejection. Might on the inside causes you to overcome opposition and ridicule. You're able to see a lot of people would rather uh, go for the populace or go to be in or rather go to, to, you know, just be with the crowd somewhat and not stand up for righteousness sake because you have a value on the inside that it's more important for me to be in the in crowd to stand up for principle. You got that? Let me explain it that way. 
another way. Some of us would rather go with the in crowd and we're more concerned about what our families, our friends, our relatives, or our work colleagues think about us. So we'd rather wilt and bring our convictions down than stand up for truth when truth was actually needed. Because our value is, you see, values are proved true not by what we say, but by what we do. It's, very, it's, it's, it's a, a true thing. And so what God wants us to do is be strong on the inside. So I'm going to uh, talk a, a little bit about this. Uh, did you know that there's no shyness in the kingdom of God? It doesn't exist. There's no fear in the kingdom of God. There's no insecurity in the kingdom of God. There's nothing like that at all. The kingdom of God is actually bold. The Bible says the kingdom of God, it advances. It pushes through. And so... So let's go into this. Okay, so the first thing is this. We've defined what courage is. Courage is standing on the strength of our convictions. It's easy to stand, I've written here, with the majority. It's easy to have a stand and and embrace a public opinion when the majority of people, when media, when other people are saying the same thing. They're beating the same drum. It's easy to stand with that because there's safety in numbers. But when all of a sudden it becomes pretty awkward to stand up for principle and convictions when you become the minority, that to me is courage. And God wants to uh, put a a strength of iron on the inside of God's people moving into the future. So I've written about six different things what courage is. The first thing is physical courage. Can you say that this morning? Physical courage. Okay, there's a girl called Rachel Long just the other day in America that she she threw her three-year-old boy or girl, I'm not sure, from a balcony because the place was blazed and it was on fire. Uh, a sports guy who's been labeled as a hero was able to catch the child. The child lived, but Rachel, the mother, died in the fire. Okay, and uh, a bravery is like is you getting out there and jumping into the fight at the expense of your own body. Our law enforcement, our army, our soldiers, and maybe you've stood, maybe, maybe uh, it's this way, is that physical courage is you have to stand up for yourself. You've been bullied, so you have to stand up physically for yourself. Or maybe you have to protect somebody else. You have to stand uh, in, in front of somebody and say, ah, look, we're not fighters. <laughs> we, uh, we don't scrap around here. We're not fighters. We're just going to walk away. We're just going to walk away. It's all good. But maybe you have to stand up rather than seeing a friend or a colleague given a bit of a beating. But, uh, you know, it's the physical, that's the first thing, is our physical courage is putting your body on the line for something, okay? The next one is the social courage. Can you say social courage this morning? That's when you're standing, uh, and it's embarrassing, It's embarrassing to stand sometimes when people, you see today, it's kind of like if I was to say this, the enemy understands that his season is short. He has a shortened period before the second coming of the Messiah. So during those moments, they are going to be aggressively intense. And so when you stand up for what is right, you're going to actually stand up against a regime that is pretty horrible. They'll say nasty things. In words, nobody likes nasty things and to be called this and to be called that. And so we kind of like, we just go into our little cave and our little hole and we just live life in that, okay? But social uh, courage is standing up for justice. Man, there's a lot of injustices uh, around the world today. There's so many injustices, but it's standing up 
for the minority. It's standing up for godly value. It's standing up for people's lives. It's standing up for godly principles in the world today. Then there's intellectual courage. And that's like, uh, it's, it means to discern and tell the truth, uh, yeah, to stand for the principles of truth. Maybe at work, on your board meeting, there's a whole lot of things that have been said, but you actually know that that's wrong. Now, let me say this, there's a way of standing up. I've never been this sort of, unless you're in a debating situation, it's a formal debating situation, so we agree to disagree and agree to debate, that's the nature of it. But to cut across somebody and say, well, actually, I disagree with that. It's kind of a little bit harsh. So you can be a little bit more palatable in your approach. You can say, well, actually, that's really interesting what you're saying. And, you know, the way I see it is this, and you bring it in that way. So what I'm not suggesting is we just go uh, hammering people with crosses tomorrow on their heads. Bang, I'm a Christian, and this is what I believe, and you need to subject yourself to this cross right now. It's not about that. It's about having wisdom. Remember I said last week is we need the zeal of the Lord, but we need to come with the expression and the package of wisdom. And all of our getting, the Bible says in Proverbs, is the principal ingredient. And all of our getting, get wisdom. So we need the wisdom with the zeal. One of the reasons why people have been turned off the faith somewhat is because they've seen the arm of zeal, but they've never seen compassion and they've never seen the arm of the wisdom of God. And there needs to be both. Both are pertinent, but both are very, very powerful. Then the next one is our moral courage. Uh, this involves doing the right thing in the face of shame. In other words, uh, you're standing up for you. You're standing up for your moral values. As a leader, as a leader, you have to be saying things like, um, uh, yes, leaders say yes, but leaders also say no. It's good to be able to say no to stuff. When somebody asks you to do something, you just feel it's not me. And I say, look, I don't think I've got the time to do that. Maybe you could talk to somebody else. And I know they'll be even probably better than me that doing it and that sort of stuff. But learn, learn to say no to some things. Focus on your destiny. Focus on really doing what God has asked you to do. Don't get distracted on the way. But there are sometimes there are temptations, if you like, and that is the strength of character, the art of resistance. The art of resistance builds character by you saying no to pornography, by you shutting down the computer, by you shutting down the television or the media because it's just a waste of time for you and you kind of know you should be doing something else. But build that fortitude, build that strength, okay? And then we're going to, I think uh, maybe one more, moral co emotional courage. Can you say emotional courage? Okay, emotional courage is when you're having a flat day and you decided to have an up day. Okay, so you're having a flat day, you're having a stink day or a down day, and it's just like things aren't working for you, but you decide to be an overcomer, and this is what you decide to do. This is what you decide. Okay, I look at, and this happens really quick in your mind, because your mind can think about 50 different thoughts in one shot, right? And, and you're thinking to myself, okay, at the end of the day is uh, emotional, I'm feeling down about this, things aren't working quite right, but... It does, it's not going to destroy my day, okay? It's not going to cause me to be discouraged. What you're doing then, you're actually humbling yourself in a difficult situation. You're drawing on the strength of who you really are because you're not created to walk in discouragement. You were never created to walk in depression. And so rather than allowing their circumstance and that emotion to dictate and float around your soul, 
rejection thoughts, not fitting in thoughts, feeling insecure, feeling like I don't look great, I've got a bad hair day thoughts. There's emotions, girls, that go with bad hair days, right? Come on now. When you have a bad hair day, you've got all these things, I look ugly and I feel ugly. Some people will not go out if they have a bad hair day. Calling in sick. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe that's an over-exaggeration. But kind of like, what's wrong with her? Is she upset with us? No, she's just feeling ugly, you know what I mean? And that's how she feels. We don't think she, she looks great, but how she feels. But what it is, is this. Uh, respectfully, she's allowed the emotions just to bring her down. It's the same with us blokes. Things didn't work. We get angry. Sometimes we don't get depressed about it. We go the other way and want to blame the world. And we get really angry and stuff like that. Okay, bring it down and just say, look, at the end of the day, the world is not to blame because of my bad day. All right? So, so what you're doing is emotional courage is this. You're rising up and you're taking control of your emotions for the benefit of your spiritual walk. So you're saying no to some things. No, I don't have to feel this way. No, I don't have to be this way. I can feel differently. You'd be an overcomer if you begin to do this. Paul talks about that a lot through Scripture. And then the final one is spiritual courage, which is standing up for the Word of God. You're standing up for righteousness and uh, these kinds of things, which is good. So maybe for you this morning, maybe for you this morning, thinking about this, maybe uh, there's things that are going on at work and you know that you could be the restraining influence. When we don't stand up for courage and stand up for what is right, you ready for this? It's always at the expense of somebody else. Let me repeat that. When you don't stand up for righteousness, it's always at the expense of somebody else. When you stand up for righteousness, you will always find it has a positive benefit on the surround, the environment, okay? And, and so for maybe you, it's standing up at work. Or maybe for you, it's, it's making the decision to be honest or transparent or getting on that phone and reconciling, reconciling with some friends or relatives. Maybe that's courageous for you. Maybe courage for you is actually uh, jumping out and jumping into your destiny. No longer waiting and dreaming like a pipe dream, but actually saying, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write that book. I'm going to create that song. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to push through. Maybe that's courage for you. Maybe courage for you is standing up. Maybe courage for you, you ready, is breaking up. Maybe courage for you is making up, taking up. Uh, maybe for you it's waking up. How many of you are asleep this morning? You know, wake up. Look what's happening to our culture. Or look what's happening in our society. Look what's happening to our children and our children's children. Look what we're leaving behind for them. Get out of the, the day-to-day and get common sense values and wake up and see what's happening around the world. Maybe wake up. You have to confront your finances. You'd rather spend some more on the old, uh, you know, takeaways and stuff. And it's just like, that, that, that's, that's not beneficial for us right now. Wake up. How about growing up? Anybody need to grow up? Please put your hand down. <laughs> growing up, we're going to grow up into the full statue of Jesus, but maybe growing up for you is just saying, Mama, I don't want to be your boy anymore. 
I'm 55. It's been a great ride, but I've got to make a decision. Can I even do the dishes? No, you never do them right. How many had that household? How about giving up? Ever come to your, the season where you get before the Lord and say, okay, God, I give up. I give up. You ever, ever come to that place? Listen, that's a great place to be. God says, whoo, angels in heaven, about time. We can start to do some stuff because it's, remember, it's no longer I that liveth, but Christ who liveth in me. But for us, it's all, it's all about us alive on the inside. So Christ sits here. The angels sit there redundant and bored because you've got no activity around your life. Some of you need to stay up. But you know, we've got to come to a place. God loves that. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep pushing through. Keep pushing through. I'm about to move heaven. I'm about to move earth. You're about to collide with destiny. You're about to collide with a miracle. About to collide with God. But we give up. Because we never stayed up. Some of us, you look too pretty. Should have bags under your eyes. Late nights in the spirit. Praying for the relatives, praying for the nations of the earth, praying for the state of Israel. These are burdens I carry. Oh, front up. Some of you need to actually front up to work. How about that? On time. You know what I mean? Starts at nine. On time. But some of us need to front up. Okay, discouragement is the opposite of courage. Discourage. When you're couraged, you're bold, you're strong, and this is happening on the inside, but we're going to stand. We are going to stand for what is right, what is expedient, what is appropriate, what is principled. We're going to stand. We're going to stand for my family. We're going to stand for justice. We're going to stand for morality. We're going to stand for what is right. We're going to stand, uh, but discouragement, what discouragement uh, calls us to do it, it's it's the disword discouragement and it brings us low on the inside and causes us to shrink back we lose our courage the enemy says that we're this and we lose our courage he flicks us with thoughts imaginations and emotions and we go down and we collapse on the inside we cave on the inside we get less smaller he wants to reduce us on the inside. But you know, the Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. When you are in Jesus, the new creation, and that's your focus, and you're propelling all those other thoughts, repelling all those other thoughts, you become bigger on the inside. You don't have to be talking lots, but there's something within you that's just assured. You're strong. You're wild on the inside. You're able you're mighty. You got a hotline with God. Understand that. Jesus was incredibly courageous and mighty and brave. Did you know he had the most toughest mission in the world? How about this? There's a lot of great men and women around the world that have done great exploits. Remarkable. But did you know Jesus Christ did more than remarkable extraordinary, yet he never swelled up with pride. He never was self-seeking. He never was insecure or fearful. He never got greedy. He never got offended. 
That's courage. That's strength of character. Four things you can do to build character. Number one is this, is become ridiculously serious about walking in obedience to God. Don't flirt with a backup plan. Well, if I don't get married, then uh, I'm out of here. Okay? If my business doesn't work, then I'm just going to pull back. No, no, no. We pull forward. We push forward regardless. We accept, as born-again believers, we accept the good, the bad, and the ugly. We take it on for what it is. But don't have a backup plan in terms of, well, God, if you don't come through, if you don't come through, Lord God, I'm out. Now, you may never say that, but you may feel that. A lot of people have, I've met a lot of people over life that have kind of like have, uh, have uh, pushed back because God never healed their son. Or the mother died and we decided we're packing it all in there, the faith. That gave me a glimpse of a thing called character. Whether our parents die of diseases or whatever it is, we may not understand why and even how, but it's not going to alter my trust in God. I'm not going to put a charge against heaven and agree with the powers of darkness just because life pushes out for me something a little bit on the nasty side. It doesn't mean that I'm going to doubt God or charge his character. God is good. You should know because you say it all the time. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. He brought up saying that. Some people think that's scripture. Take God to school. Take God to your board meeting. Tomorrow morning, you're clocking in at eight. You've already got God on the inside because you've got up, you prayed up and that. Take him to work. He's on the inside and let him out. The lion of the tribe of Judah, let him out. Let the love out. Let the forgiveness out. Let the generosity out. Let the kindness out. Let the, uh, the spirit of God out of your life. That's the first thing. Become ridiculously serious about walking in obedience to God. Don't ever have a backup, get out plan. Number two, as you're a new person, embrace it. Uh, you know, you have to in, exhale the air before you take on the new. You have to let your past go. You have to drop it. Stop empowering your past. Empower your future. Empower destiny, because that works for us. Don't see yourself as an insecure person intimidated person. Sometimes we can get pictures like David never had that picture. I don't think when he was up against Goliath. See yourself an overcomer. Remember, because you are the new creation, you've got to identify the old things of past. Don't identify with that bitter old person or that nasty person or that immoral person. Don't allow the devil to jump over the blood of Jesus and accuse your territory. Get him out. That was, that's the old person. It's under the blood of Jesus. I'm now made new in Christ. Number three, courage is built daily through the small decisions. That's a real key for us here. And we're gonna close on this. Every day, make your goal to be courageous, to get up out of bed, overcome the alarm clock, Overcome the gossiping mouth or the arrogant or the self-promoting tongue. Overcome the look of rejection, man. Get rid of that thing. Get it off you. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for what's right. 
It's built every day by making a decision. Joshua 1.6 says, be strong and of good courage. Told to do both. If you enjoyed this message, feel free to subscribe and leave a review. We'd also love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Celebration Raro or visit our website celebration.atonga.com. Until next time.